0: Yep, here we are. I'm live and in stereo audio. I'm in mono, if that's alright. That's... You know what? I'll take it. Okay. Hello, people of the ad hominem listening base. I want to formally apologize for missing the last episode. I'll have you all know, I am fine, and I am ready to get this show on the road.
1: Now, I do have to make sure. Uh-huh. It wasn't you who sent um, Joe and Vanessa that uh, a paper or whatever contract it was that they signed about sacrifice.
0: Was it? No, actually. That kind of concerns me to hear, but no, it wasn't me. All right. So I think we can definitively
1: say now we did not sacrifice Joe and Vanessa of Spoilers Digest. They are fine. If they did sign their lives over to someone for at the cost of winning this podcast, then it was not us. We didn't do it. They are hopefully going to be okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Also, at the time of this recording, I have not listened to that episode yet. I am so behind on everything still.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're busy.
0: That yeah, that's true. F- full-time job, podcast on the side, as well as a summer class that meets for 10 hours a week. It's a it's a lot of stuff. I also have a D&D campaign that I go to every so often.
1: Man, I'm trying to run one of those too. It's not been easy though. Keep having troubles getting meeting time set
0: up and stuff. because We all have like full-time jobs as well. There's one I'm actually... So I play in one and I DM another. The one I'm DMing is being put on hiatus for a while because I'm so busy. And then we are all spread out across uh, the good state of Indiana as well as one of our members keeps traveling around the United States, and we have no idea what a good time for her to meet us is, because she does not message the group chat at all. So I was like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. We will get to it probably by the end of the summer, or when the next semester starts (laughs) up for school.
1: (laughs) I don't think anything else major has happened yet. Deadpool 2 and Solo A Star Wars Story came out, In the time we were not recording Those were good movies
0: I saw both of those And my mom paid for both of them Well that was nice of her Oh yeah, I I greatly appreciated it Mom, if you're listening listening, Which I highly doubt Because you don't even know what a podcast (laughs) is But if you are, I love you And I appreciate you very much
1: Same to my mom Although, I mean, let's be honest You don't listen either Sometimes you do If you're listening this time, ignore that statement. You listen. We we appreciate your support.
0: She's going to come back to this episode like three months from now and just be like, I can't believe you said that. And you're going to be sitting there like, (laughs) what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, three months from now, I'm going to have forgotten everything about this episode.
0: I honestly, I forget these episodes probably the millisecond we're done recording.
1: I would too. Except I have to edit them. We, we got our things we got to deal with.
0: Yeah. I'm sure you know all of these episodes probably by heart.
1: No, no, no. I don't remember a lot of things that have happened on this show. I go you... back every once in a while looking for good promotional material. And I come across something and I just think, oh, we did this. We did this. When did we do this? <laughs>
0: I, I kid you not if you came up to me on the street and asked me what my first debate was in my first episode, I would look at you with the most blank face in existence and I would just I would shrug. i I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know one of your first debates because we named the episode after it, but I couldn't tell you the actual first debate you ever recorded for this show? I don't remember. It was Flat Earth.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Flat Earth was one of my like first episodes. It was one of the first two, and <laughs> I have a feeling that that's going to be, if somebody starts from the beginning, that's going to be what defines my character, and I, I really don't want it to be.
1: Yeah, that's why we keep telling people not to listen to episodes that came out before, uh, what was it? What one was Alex on? Uh, five. That's, that's as far back as, yep, five. Five is as far back as you're allowed to go, people. Before that, it's the wild, wild west. We don't know what we're doing yet.
0: If you listen to episodes one, two, three, or four, you will be sent to the void automatically. You, it won't feel like you're in the void until you kind of notice some things are off. And then you're going to be like, well, Damn. And that, that's it. That's everything. And then that's your life now because you've tainted it with the existence of our first four episodes.
1: And that's on you.
0: That's all, Yeah, that's all on you. It's not on us because we warned you. We told you not to.
1: Holy crap. We've been going for seven minutes with this. We sure, what is our show about? We,
0: <laughs> um, our show is about <laughs> debating illogically.
1: That's good enough. This is Ed Hominem, the podcast of Illogical Debate. Thank you for bearing with us. We will get started now. Skirts, are they men's clothing or are they women's clothing? You think that they're men's clothing and I believe that it's women's clothing.
0: Skirts are obviously men's clothing. They've been men's clothing since the dawn of time. You know, cavemen, they came out there and they were like, you know what, I found this piece of leather off of this, uh, off this here uh, elephant that I just killed so I'm gonna just put that around my waist huh. Huh. what do you know that's clothes and that's a skirt that's basically what a skirt is and so I think I'm pretty sure some man invented that probably because they're not the most fashionable and putting that one thin fabric around their waist is probably the best they could do <laughs>
1: Alright, so you know the thing about skirts? They're just like a one-piece thing. They don't even cover your legs, other than the fact that they sit on top of them. They don't wrap around. There's no, like, safety net there. Why would men want to wear something that doesn't give them that sense of security? I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, maybe that's your thing, not for me. And therefore, I don't think that men even like to wear skirts. On those grounds I will say that they are women's clothing because if you rule out men I guess there's there's mostly just just women left who still wear them. I mean there could be others I won't rule that out.
0: This this debate honestly could probably go both ways. Let's be let's be real. Men wear skirts and women wear skirts. The men in Scotland have their kilts which are basically skirts. I mean, women wear skirts for fashion and, you know, a bunch of other people, uh, wear skirts just cause, honestly, I don't know about you, Joel, but some freedom on my legs would probably be good, especially in like the summertime. So like if somebody came up to me and was like, Hey, you got to wear this skirt. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Honestly, I'd do it. I think you just need to be a bit more open-minded about this stuff. Cause I, I really think that, uh, Probably anybody anywhere could wear a skirt. I would, I would bet my bottom dollar that somebody could get Trump to wear a skirt at some
1: point. I want to stop you where you were there with Scotland and about women wearing skirts for fashion. No one wears skirts for fashion. Skirts were not made to be fashionable. They were made for battle. You only wear a skirt when you're going into battle. That's why we trust our women with them these days. Because they need all the warrior spirit they can get. And so, if you like, like men, I think men have enough, if not too much, of that warrior spirit going all the time. So we need to let women have the skirts so they can build up their warrior spirit. It's, it's for the good of all of humanity that women be the ones who wear the skirts for the warrior spirit.
0: You're probably, you're you're a little right about that. And you say, you keep bringing up the word, the warrior spirit. But what about all them social justice warriors? I bet any one of those people could rock a skirt for real. Like, and you can be like any gender for a social justice warrior. And then you wear a skirt and boom, it's clothing for everybody. And everybody's got this warrior spirit going around in them. And everybody's just fired up. For the justice that needs to be served socially, and I think that's—I I think that's a testament to the fact that skirts are just clothing and don't really need to be gendered. You know, it's—it's it's there somewhere. I, th- I think—I think we could all get along. Maybe someday in the in the future, everybody will wear a skirt.
1: Well, I'm glad that we are in agreement that skirts fuel the warrior spirit, but I think you're missing the main point here. And that's that men already have that warrior spirit. Too much of it, in fact. We need to take the warrior spirit away from men and and spread it around. And we can't do that if even just Scotland still lets their men wear the shirts, or the skirts. Scotland, you are holding the world back by preserving all that warrior spirit for yourself. It's selfish. Share it with everyone else. Let us all have that warrior spirit.
0: I think that this is a very progressive podcast. <laughs> 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 and I love it, honestly. If I could... You know what? I'm going to say this. I I am a human male. And I feel like I actually don't have that fighting spirit. At least, like, out in the real world.
1: Well, you got to wear a skirt. If
0: you're going to face me in super... I I guess. I realize I just put that on on the video without reading it. But I, you know what? If I, I promise you this, if I ever become a professional esports player, I swear to, you know what? I swear to myself that I am going to wear a skirt at at some point. I'm just gonna, you know what? I will try my best to make the team uniform skirts.
1: Nothing is stopping this. In fact, I think 100% of our listeners will encourage this behavior.
0: Honestly, <laughs> if I saw like Cloud9 or TSM walk out on the freaking stage and they're like they were all just like wearing skirts, I'd be like, "You know what? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's that's the shit, honestly." All right, so I went first. So I'm going to say my fallacy. <laughs> it good was idea. probably pretty pretty good. So my fallacy was middle ground. Insist that the truth must exist somewhere in between two or more opposing solutions. So when Joel, (laughs) the whole argument being men or women's, and I'm like, why not everybody? (laughs) And then Joel brought up the the warriors, and I was like, everybody's a warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Just throw them on.
1: (laughs) And my fallacy was the red herring fallacy. Present irrelevant or unrelated information or arguments in an attempt to distract your opponent from the main point. And I don't think I did that very well, considering that it was used to reinforce the main point. Yeah,
0: I don't know, Joel.
1: I mean, I tried taking it off on a tangent there at the end to make up for it. Uh, it's it's up to you. Did I did I do that? Did I not? Just, you can tell I think,
0: me. I think you did do that. I think you did do that, but with my fallacy being like, it's there somewhere, I had to use that information (laughs) and be like, it's, you know what, why not? (laughs) (laughs) And I had to tie it back to the main point, because that's one of two or more solutions. (laughs) Oh,
1: hey, this one would have been good for if Jake was here. Space, endless void, or just our solar system? I support the Endless Void Theory.
0: And I think it is just our solar system.
1: Hey, Austin, remember that time when you thought that the Earth was flat?
0: Oh, I sure do, Joel. What? How dumb I was back then.
1: I don't know. This seems kind of in line.
0: Well, just because the universe is just our solar system doesn't mean that the Earth is flat in it.
1: Well, I mean, there is no sun.
0: We're not in the debate yet, so I'm going to hold that one against you later.
1: <laughs> sunscreen is a conspiracy by the sunscreen companies to sell us sunscreen.
0: I, you know what? It's fine. Are you ready to s- start this argument? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. You know why they call it space? Because there's so much space out there. It's just like a whole bunch of space. A whole bunch of empty space, to be precise. It's a giant vacuum that goes on for miles, doesn't even begin to describe it. What's bigger than miles? No, they literally have a measurement for it. They call it light years. It's like miles per hour, but it's distance of light per year. How much time does it take light to get to this point? They measure it in years. That is the, the how they measure our solar system, because it's so big. Not even just our solar system. Measuring beyond the solar system. Because we have an entire Milky Way galaxy. Filled with a bunch of little dust like our planet.
0: Joel, I think the word you were looking for there is parsecs. Uh That's a measurement in space. But I'll have you know, space... You, you, you see, you say it's an endless void. You're right. Because just our solar system is in it. And the rest of space is empty completely. The things you see up there... Holograms. Space isn't real. We live in a simulation. And there is actually science to back up some of the facts. some Or some of the uh, speculations. Space isn't really space. It's it's a hologram. It's a simulated universe that we live in. And we just have our solar system here. And that that's it. That's all that's floating around in here. So when you say space is an endless void. I mean, technically you're not wrong. But you're definitely not right. So...
1: Well, I don't know what a hologram is, so I'm going to ignore that. But space is indeed endless. And there's a whole bunch of other space dust out there, just like our planet. Our solar system is nothing but space dust. That's just so happened to stick together. But we are literally just little specks of dust in the endless void of space. Because space is so big. It's big. And then... There's things even beyond our solar system, like the Milky Way galaxy, just all kinds of great things out there like that, that make our universe a beautiful place to observe. Because there's things out beyond our solar system that we get to be curious about and also send mining drones to to bring the space rocks back to us because we need those space
0: rocks. Joel, you may not know what a hologram is, but you gotta know what void means, if that's your argument. A void is technically a space that has 20% as much as what that space normally should be. So, if you say, I have a void inside of me, you're saying that there's a space inside of you that only contains 20% of what is supposed to be in there space isn't an endless void it just doesn't exist it's just our solar system out there you know when we when you look up at the sky and you think wow that's beautiful you you're basically looking at like pixels on a screen honestly it's like we're all in one big Truman show
1: fine if you're gonna do it like that maybe I'll just change the language on the card for the official re release from endless void to endless vacuum would that make you feel better I bet it wouldn't Because you seem to think that we're stuck in some kind of a simulation, whatever that is. And I'm not having it. I'm going to look at solid facts and NASA, who says, Yes, there is something beyond our solar system. We are part of it. We are a big part of this big, giant thing, and it's important. It's an important, giant thing, because there's space rocks out there for us to mine. And we got to bring those space rocks back here so that we can save our planet.
0: Joel, I have no idea where you get your information from. You don't know what a hologram is. You don't know what a simulation is. I I feel like you're just purposely avoiding the subject. You know what? Vacuum wouldn't make me feel better. Because either way, it's not endless. There's an end. There's a big screen out there. It's a simulation screen. Like I said, one big Truman show. We're all a part of it. You ever get that feeling that you're ever that you're being watched and you kinda of look around and you're like, huh? Nope, nope, that's that's people actually watching you um, from the other side of the simulation. So the universe is or space is just our solar system, and that's it. Sure we can send stuff to other planets, but that's it. There's no nothing else out there. It's just us and we're here alone in the universe. Also, you keep saying space rocks, and I feel like that's a kind of drug. I
1: don't know anything about the, the street names of drugs, or even what those street names would represent. So, it could totally be. But, no, I'm just res- referencing the fact that there are other planets out there with things that we're low on, and no one's living on those planets, so we may as well use those resources. Also, just because the NSA is always watching me doesn't mean that the NSA is watching me through a simulation.
0: You know, it, it's okay. Also, I, I bet <laughs> if if we found out that Mars had oil on it, the United States of America would be the first country to achieve interplanetary space travel. And that is not a lie.
1: Well, I mean, we don't have to wait. Uh, What's-his-name is gonna send a colony to Mars. Yes,
0: Elon Musk, within the next 32 years... Yes, within the next 32 years... Is going to send a colony to Mars because he said it was possible to have a population up there by 2050.
1: Well, He said a lot of other things, too. Doesn't make them all true, though they might be.
0: I don't know. The motherfucker said he was going to sell a flamethrower. Do you know what he fucking did? He sold a goddamn flamethrower. (laughs) He sold like 20,000 of those things.
1: Yeah, I hear he's not too popular right now, though.
0: I don't know. I don't keep up with Elon Musk at all. (laughs)
1: I had personal incredulity. Disregard information simply because it was hard to understand. Yep,
0: I freaking knew it.
1: For the record, I know what holograms are. Do you? (laughs) But
0: did you know that the universe is a simulation?
1: No, I didn't because it's not.
0: We'll we'll come back to that. My, (laughs) My fallacy. What was your fallacy? My fallacy was straw man intentionally misrepresent the opponent's argument to make it easier to counter so you said it was an endless void and i'm like yeah there's just nothing out there actually (laughs) that's that's why i stemmed my whole argument off of it us living in a freaking simulation you know and i'll have you know joel so i'm gonna circle back around to the simulation thing i took an astronomy class last year or last semester so this like this year i took two astronomy classes one one last year and one this year from you know January to May and the teacher in there right who is who has his doctorate and he has published a book he he was one of the people or he was the person he didn't find them but he came up with a theory that there were cryovolcanoes on Pluto and like two years later after they searched for it they discovered that there are there are in fact cryovolcanoes on Pluto so this man knows what he's talking about when it comes to space and he said there are certain abnormalities yeah certain things that are not normal that occur in space that according to our research should not be able to happen like at all he says there is a high possibility that nothing is real and everything we know is a lie (laughs) joel i don't have my watch on me he tell me what time it is
1: I've got about 9.48 it's on my computer screen. If you're using a your computer, you probably got a time in the uh, bottom corner of your computer screen as well.
0: Okay. Now, I don't have a map pulled up. So where, where are we in relation to this podcast?
1: Um, in relation to this podcast, I'd say we are somewhere between debates 4 and 5. And that means... What are you getting at here?
0: I think that means that we're. Hold on, let me check. Down oh, to it. Shit. Oh, you said <laughs> it. I was gonna check my notebook, but y- y- pff, wow, <laughs> you got it. Hole in one. So yeah, yeah, folks, we're down to it.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yes, we are. Uh,
0: but before before we get into it, Joel, there there are a lot of video games being released late lately. What 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 are your predictions for like E three?
1: I predict that. I predict that we're going to learn what the new Pokemon game is that has been rumored to have been coming out for the Switch sometime either this year or next.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's a. That sounds like a good prediction. I think that we're going to get more games that don't follow the correct naming convention.
1: What do you mean, the correct naming convention? Pokemon games don't have a naming convention?
0: So I'm saying... You know, we've got we've got Battlefield 1 and then 2 and then 3. And then we have Battlefield 4. And then we had Battlefield 1.
1: Oh, I get what you're saying. And then just today
0: okay. we had you know, we had the games Fallout 1, 2, 3, 4, and statistically speaking, if I'm right, next would come Fallout 5. But instead, they announced Fallout 76. <laughs> That's kind of the 76th game in the Fallout franchise. They are going more sporadic than Kingdom Hearts is with, with their games.
1: Oh yeah. I hear that Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be fully playable at E3 this year. I will not believe it, even after seeing the game sitting on store shelves. I will have beaten the game and not yet believe that it is available for play.
0: You could show me a copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 and make me play the game, but that game will never come out. Ever. In my mindscape, I agree with you, Joel. It it does not exist.
1: This game was promised to us back in 2014. That's when they said they were almost done with it.
0: That's a long time. (laughs) That's four years.
1: That's a long time. This console cycle is supposedly going to end in two years. at least the PS4 will be replaced in two years because everyone in Japan is looking at 2020 for some technological breakthrough. And so we're probably going to get the PS5, except it's not going to follow conventional naming systems. So it's going to be the PS 1.5.
0: Yeah, because you know we had the Xbox, the Xbox 360, and then the Xbox One.
1: So basically, what I hear there is the Xbox never had a naming convention.
0: Absolutely not. God no. <laughs> I can't. I mean, that's I okay. Can't, well, see, okay. Now but, we have like stuff like the Xbox One X, which makes me concerned for the future of gaming because, like, with the with the technology we have now, there is you can consistently add things onto the Xbox servers. Sure, the 360 servers got really outdated really fast, but being able to add other consoles like we have the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, and the Xbox One X that could all connect to each other flawlessly. Adding a new console on top of that and having a whole new server set up for it wouldn't make any sense. So, I feel like if I feel like next gen consoles should be able to communicate with the current-gen consoles.
1: Man, that would be awesome. It'll never happen, but it would be awesome.
0: Yeah, it, it won't ever happen. You know, they said cross-platforming play would never happen, and we're close. <laughs> if, if Sony didn't hey. hate Microsoft so much, if, if they did not feud, we would have it. Because, I mean... They both companies have cross-platforming with computers with PC, which I think is very funny because.
1: <laughs> and then there's Epic, who has made Fortnite available on even your phone. Oh yeah, and you can play with the PC people.
0: You can play with PC and Xbox and, on your phones or PC and PS4.
1: And then, and then P- the 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 other one, PUBG, did the same thing. They both did it around the same time, as far as I know. Yeah,
0: Fortnite released like a couple weeks before PUBG did on mobile.
1: And they both run too well for PC games being on mobile phones.
0: They're like both games are like pretty optimized. Fortnite more than PUBG, I think. But either way, they can still run on a lot of things.
1: <laughs> that that doesn't. I don't like it. I don't want. I don't want that. I actually put Give a bet it down
0: with my friends last night. And I said, by 2020, I will I will lay down twenty dollars on this bet right now. Within the next few years, so around 2020, we will have Skyrim on our phones. I'll I'll do that bet. Uh, what's the pool up to right now? I, I none of my friends wanted to bet me because they figured it would happen. I figure it'll happen. So yeah, there's not really a pool. Everybody just kind of agrees with me at this point. Who do we give the
1: money to, then, if we fail? Do we give it to Todd Howard? God,
0: no. He does not need any more money. <laughs> that absolute demon. All right. Well, Joel, what are what are we debating this time?
1: This time, we're going to debate best footwear. Boots or sandals?
0: I'll have you know that I think the best footwear is boots. Or our boots.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess that means you're going first. Well, yeah. Take it away, then. Okay. Yeah. Um... You won't beat sandals, but... Do what? Go ahead. Do your best.
0: Okay. Um, Kind of throwing me off here, Joel. But that's all right. Because you know what, Joel? I have my boots to keep me sturdy. Boots are the best footwear because they are strong. You know what happens when you wear sandals? They break all the time. I cannot recall a time that I have had a pair of sandals that has lasted me more than... Mm, probably a, a weekend trip to a small beach, and I'll tell you what is the worst. But you know what? Boots are there for you. They protect your feet, nice and good, and they're amazing. And you know what makes them some of the best footwear? People always say the term "knocking boots." Wink. Yes, they verbally say wink, and. You obviously don't hear somebody say, "Ah, oh, you and uh, you and her are uh, knocking sandals, huh?" Because that sounds dumb. Well, that's an
1: interesting take on things. But I want us all to think of a recent movie from the year twenty eighteen called Black Panther, and I want us all to think about the main character T'Challa, aka the Black Panther, and I want us all to think about what he wore on his first day as king. Was it boots? No, no, it wasn't. It was also not his sister's high-tech sneakers. He went old school. He wore sandals. Therefore, despite whatever derogatory things you want to say about sandals not being good enough to knock boots in, sandals are fit for kings. Kings don't wear boots. They wear sandals. Be a king.
0: You know, Joel, just because kings wear sandals doesn't mean they're better than boots. Yeah, kings wear sandals, whoop de doo They live in the lap of luxury all the time, you know? They don't got you know, they ain't gotta pay for that stuff, you know, It's, it's fine. They're just walking around their castle or their mansion or whatever, just doing whatever. You can wear sandals the whole time, but you know who wears boots? The real hard workers of this world. You're out there, you're out there in the vineyard, you're in, you know, the factory... You're wearing boots you know what those boots are sturdy they're gonna hold you to the ground I mean everyone ever has probably worn boots at some point in their life that is a fact and I'm sure they're all like hey these are pretty good the only people that really wear sandals are like dads when you know they have a day off
1: there's nothing wrong with dads wearing sandals on their days off anyway I want to just make this really clear for all of you listeners out there, there are two types of people in this world kings and peasants. We've already discussed which one wears sandals, so you know which side of that line you want to be on. That's right, it's the sandal side. Like Austin said, you get that lap of luxury. But you know what else? Most of our great kings of the past were also great warriors. They led the frontline charge in their medieval feudal era battles and stuff. They went and they took their most likely cousin's kingdom right out from under them because that's how all of Europe's kings were. They were all cousins for some reason. And it was a great time to be a great warrior king you wear sandals though for it
0: i don't know what it is about this warrior business but i'll have you know boots were worn in battle more than sandals okay you get to the medieval times and boom boots on the ground you're taking back the holy land you're you know fighting in all these different places it's boots people in the revolutionary war, you know what they wore? Boots getting through that mudland. True warriors wear boots. Civil war, boom, boots on both sides of the of the border. You know what people use today when they fight? That's right, combat boots. Boots are the best because warriors wear them more than they did sandals. Sandals are worn by people relaxing. And they suck because they break all the time. I I just can't deal with that.
1: Alright, well, I think you found an important distinction here between our warrior peasants and our warrior kings. Because I'll tell you what, I'll bet those warrior kings, they wore their sandals with pride. Because they knew nothing was going to happen to them. They had their army there to protect them. Not that they needed that protection, because they were going to go out there and they were going to get the victory for their team by themselves because the warrior king he was basically you know one-man army sort of material he went out there alexander the great uh lionheart all those guys they stood on the front line they fought for their kingdom by themselves they expanded their land they did all this great stuff and they were the warrior kings in their sandals out on those front lines so inspiring
0: this debate was dumb
1: it was great though
0: it was was good but i did not like it because of my my fallacy i just i did i didn't know i don't know so my fallacy was begging the question make a claim that relies on information that hasn't been proven in order to be true i don't know what information about boots hasn't been proven
1: I don't know, you could have talked about the space aliens how they all wear boots.
0: I did say that everybody in all wars has worn boots, so I don't know if that's been proven yet or not. So <laughs> Well, I'm going to
1: say not because I'm sure that early wars were fought barefoot. Probably. All right, I had the black and white fallacy, insist there are only two sides or possibilities when in fact there could be many. So, off the record, what kind of shoes do you wear?
0: I'm not even kidding when I say this, boots i have to wear them for work
1: (laughs) i wear i wear um like sneakers on my regular days and i wear and and my my crew shoes look more like when they were new they looked more like formal wear than like working shoes sneakers for me it's not even between boots and sandals
0: yeah yeah when i'm like relaxing or when i'm like hanging out with friends and stuff i'm wearing my high tops I don't, I don't wear those boots. I mean, I do sometimes if they go with the outfit, you know, but other than that, oh God, no. Like even when
1: I'm sitting around the house, I still prefer to have my shoes on. I know that's nasty, but my feet just don't feel right when they're, in, when they're not in something.
0: Oh, I, I love having my feet out in the open. Boy, it's such a good feeling. Well, Joel, we've had some fun times. We've had some bad times this episode was one of the fun times
1: the show is usually pretty fun to do
0: we let's let's wrap it up put it in a box get get a ribbon on it and we'll send it out as a present what 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 all what's our housekeeping stuff for the week
1: we got the usual subscribe to the show uh talk about the show vote on your favorites we've got all that to talk about how do you talk about us though I mean, you just go onto your service of choice and start typing. That That's really all there is to it. We've got places where we exist, like we check our iTunes reviews, of which we have one. It's a very nice review. And then we also have our website, illogicaldebate.com. I am still setting it up, but you can get the podcast feed directly from there if you don't want to use a subscription service for whatever reason. Also, the polls will be found there from now on. And you can find each individual episode by, by going to bit.ly slash ad hominem cast episode number. So this episode will be findable on the website and the, the polls, all that, by going to bit.ly forward slash ad hominem cast 23. This is our 23rd episode. So 23 ad hominem cast nice.
0: 23. Also, when you do talk about us because we know you will, be sure to use the hashtag ad hominem cast. that way Joel and I can find your posts and probably them. like them and share them or you know retweets.
1: What if you what if you don't use Twitter though? What if you're more of a Facebook person?
0: Well Joel, we do have a Facebook group It is called the group of illogical Debate. You can just find that by typing into your Facebook search bar and it should be one of the first things that pops up.
1: There's other ways to contact us though, like we have email accounts. If you were to email, say, topics at debate, you can probably guess what that email account is for by looking at the name. Send us debate topic ideas. We will consume them and turn them into episodes. Remember kids, debates aren't about proving your point, they're about asserting dominance over your opponent. <laughs>